Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zaka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strong. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. This is Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the 15th season of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant as we break down uh, the Miami Dolphins' opening day victory uh, up in New England. Um, changing of the guard, I don't know, but uh, obviously the Dolphins have had some struggles and uh, tough times uh, up there uh, in, in past years, and so... Uh, to open up the season there with a victory is certainly a big deal. Uh, the Miami Dolphins beat the uh, Patriots 17-16 uh, in a very, you know, uh, unusual game. Um, you had the, uh, I, I guess you'd say, obviously, two is not a rookie, um, but this is his first year starting a season, so a season opener. And uh, a lot of controversy as well as expectations around there. And, of course, you have Mac Jones uh, in his first game ever for the New England Patriots. as He gets the starting role and uh, Cam Newton cut from the Patriots, uh, uh, I guess, like a week ago. Um, so uh, that was the uh, basic um, game uh going into it that you know that's how it was billed and uh and it kind of lived up to that I think um and it was uh I guess what you call a defensive battle and uh you know basically comes down to the dolphins making some some big plays uh when they needed to on offense and uh putting some points on the board but uh ultimately uh it's the New England Patriots driving down for what could have been uh a winning uh, touchdown drive and uh Xavier Howard coming up with a monumental uh fumble strip and recovery uh to end that drive and ultimately uh win the game. So uh that's it in a nutshell. Uh to a uh efficient I guess I'd say 16 for 27 202 yards with the touchdown and he did have the one interception which we'll talk about. And if you want to compare that to Mac Jones, uh, 29 for 39, 281 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Um, Parker, uh, a good game with four for uh, 81. And, and, of course, the rookie Jalen Waddell, uh, which everybody was, uh, you know, waiting to see with high anticipation. He kind of delivered uh, four for 61, and he had the one touchdown, which was huge. And on the ground game, Gaskin was your leading rusher. Uh, nine for 49. 
if you take it on the other side, uh, Damian Harris uh, did have 100 yards against the Dolphin defense. He was 23 for 100 yards. But, of course, had that fumble at the end of the game, which turned out to be the game winner for the Miami Dolphins. So so that's it uh, in a nutshell. And, uh, Rich, you know, this has been a crazy off season, And uh, in, in a lot of ways, it's highly anticipated. Um, I, I think it it kind of went the way I know I had it visioned a little bit in my head and, and uh, I'm not sure how you had it, but, um, uh, Rich, what, uh, I know we're going to get into the whole breakdown of everything, uh, but as far as what you anticipated for the Miami Dolphins offense and with, with Tua, uh, give us your, you know, uh, breakdown of, of how you felt about how that all went. You know, I thought he played very well. I, I don't think the, I think the tight ends had to stay at home to block so much that they weren't part of the game plan. I still think the offensive line's a problem, you know? Well, let me tell you, when you as you get into that, there was uh, a bit of a shift there that I guess we should point out. Liam Eikenberg, uh, the rookie uh, from Notre Dame, did start at left tackle. Now, Austin Jackson was obviously supposed to start, uh, but uh, he was on the COVID list, so he didn't he didn't start, and Liam was thrown in there. Uh, to well, weird, uh, though, to, to they to, flew him up by himself, and they, they activated what? him, and then they, they flew, you know, they flew him up by himself. They activated him off the COVID list, and then they don't play him. Very strange. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess it just you know uh, kind of game day thing, and went with the rookie who who struggled at times, but you know, but also played well at times for his first game. I mean, it's a very yeah, tough spot bad. to put. No, he didn't play right. bad at all. There was a couple, you know, penalties and a couple uh, slips here and there. Uh, but that's a tough spot for a rookie to, to jump into left tackle up in New England on your first game. Uh, not such an easy task. And I, 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 and I was, you know, I'm, I was happy with what I saw, I guess. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think he did. You know, I think Tua did a lot of good things. I, you know, the only thing you really kill him on is that pick was, you know, was ill advised well, to throw that ball there. That, you know? That's what everybody is killing him on, you know. And, and my take on that is, you know, listen, I just think he he should have thrown it away. I, it kind of looks like he almost wanted to throw it away and didn't get enough on it. Um, so, I mean, if that's what you're going to break down his, you know, his bad reviews, which a lot of people are already rich, I, I'm fine with that. Because yeah. the next time he's in that, that yeah. ball is going to go out of bounds. So I'm not really worried are about they, that. Are these, are these fans, are they forgetting the quarterback play that we had the last 20 years? Are they, are they forgetting about this? Well, you know? well, I mean, I guess they're basing it on a few things. You know, uh, they're, they're basing it on, A, uh, you know, the, the good year Ryan Fitzpatrick had. And, and then I guess they're also basing it around what a lot of the, the league and the media is saying. And you know what? I, I wanted to tell you this because this really got me. I think that you know how Ryan Tannehill for a large part of his career I think was was much better than the, the respect that he got and I always used to defend him week in and week out yeah. how he was the forgotten guy and it's just, it is ironic that he's the only one still basically playing you know uh, when Luck and, and RG3 and all these guys are almost out of the league I mean obviously Russell Wilson and, and Cousins but you know he's still around uh, but got no respect well I think it's going to be the exact same way with Tua I heard a debate 
point that was talked about between Mac Jones and Tua in this game, and it was Mac Jones was the best quarterback on the field, and it wasn't even close. And they were just raving and raving about Mac Jones and and putting Tua down. And I'm saying to myself, did I watch a different game? Because they won the game, no, right? Mac Jones. If, if, if Tua would have scored 16 points, they would have hung him out to try. You know? Well, <laughs> you know. He had, he had almost doubled the time of possession and did nothing. You know, there's he didn't well, get into think, the end zone. Well, I think I think Mac Jones had a good game, so I'm not going there. I think he did play well. Yeah, I want to get yeah, into that. Game, that. But he didn't have an all-time opening day game, like you know what I mean? Like they they make believe like this guy threw five touchdowns or something. No, you know, but he, he didn't have anything like that. No, he was 29 for 39, like I said, 281 yards, and he had a touchdown, and he didn't make any mistakes. So, you know, well, if you want to – They stole them in the red zone every time. They stole them in the red zone every time, and not for nothing, they didn't get the ball across the goal line. You know, that, that's part of winning the game. No, but he did score a touchdown. Yeah, one. Yeah, they scored 16 points. Yeah. You know, and one was a gift. You know that. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I'm basically saying with that, Rich, is that, you know, if you want to break down to what I think Mac Jones is going to do, um, I think he was the best rookie quarterback by far to play a game this this opening day. And do I think that uh, this kid is going to be a good quarterback? Yeah, I kind of do. But I think he's going to be a good quarterback as far as Belichick's system. I think he's going to be very close to what Brady was early on. And before he was able to, you know, to become Brady. And you know what? Unfortunately, this guy, he fell right in the lap of Belichick, which we said earlier in the draft show we had this year. And it kind of aggravates me because I think this is going to be a guy, if he stays healthy, that may just inspire Belichick and keep him around for a long, lot longer. And, you know, may be able to build around him because he's going to be a perfect system quarterback for Bill Belichick. And the reason why I say system is because obviously Saban is Belichick's guy. They they, they have the same kind of coaching style and system. And, and he fits right in there, and he's big, and he's not going to make mistakes, and he's, going to, he's very smart, and he can make throws. And you know what? He's good. And and I, I hate to see them solve the situation as far as, you know, losing Brady yeah. to that. But I don't know how good he's going to be. I mean, I think the ultimate test comes, will he be able to pull out games? Will he be able to come back? Will he be able to right. do those things that, you know, you'll need? I don't know about that, but I know that he'll be able to, at the very least, keep them quarterbacks stable now for a long time. That, you know, that's and that's what he did. He stabilized. He stabilized the huge problem they had. You know? A huge problem. If anything else, yeah, huge problem. You know. But getting back to what I was saying, Rich, I mean, the way that they talked with Tua against him, uh, you know, take Mac Jones out of the mix. I mean, they were just – it's almost like Tua played this horrendous game, and, you know, did I miss something? I mean, he, he made one mistake – that wasn't even a huge, huge mistake. It was very easily correctable, and uh, yep. and he won the game. So I, you know, I know, and and this has been going on now for a bit. So I don't think it's ever going to change. Once you get that kind of stigma in the media, and and they kind of take this narrative and run with it. Um, it's plainly obvious to me that Tua is not going to be a guy who's going to get respect that he he should get. No, 
He's not going to get it. No, there's no question about it. There's there's definitely some kind of bias against him, and I I don't truly understand where it's coming from. You know, I mean, you know, the talk of getting, you know, you know, Deshaun Watson all, all yeah. summer long was just getting ridiculous. I mean, the guy's not allowed to play right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, why even entertain that? You know, even if you've got him for free, you can't play him. So what's the point? Yeah, and we both know that uh, you wouldn't be getting him for free. Not even close to it. Yeah, they give up your next decade of draft picks. It's retarded. <laughs> in fact, the it, price it, it, tag it is that. going up, which I don't understand yeah. how right. how that yeah. you know. But but this becomes a lack of respect in the organization, I think, and the fact that they run with this and and they took so long to. I wouldn't even say dispel it because they haven't dispelled it because I think that they're still in the mix for that's this. How, that's, and, that's what drives me crazy about Ross. Remember, he wanted to tank for two of the one year. So he gets what he wants, and now he's trying to throw him in the garbage for a guy that may be in jail for the next 20 years. Well, he certainly uh, he certainly is in that sense, and and I think that uh, that's where it starts, and that's why that's a big reason why the respect uh, around is not there for him because it's not there for him in his own organization by his own owner. Our respect that we, you know, we our, our our ownership and our, you know, presidency and or anything else you want to call it, they give the players like zero respect, and that's why we always have problems when guys go to free agency and everything. You know, that's why they run for the door half the time because they're told A and then B and C is the truth. You know, yeah, it's it's Which, a very disloyal organization. Is the best way to put it. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think you're on the money with that. Um, and and that. And that gets around. Yes, and yeah. it gets and around. From yep. And, uh, you know, I, the only thing I say to that is I have heard that many times with Belichick, and I think there is something to that. But the thing with Belichick is the success is off the charts. So when you yes. win, it erases yeah. everything. But when you yeah. lose – those tactics do not work. Like people say no, all the time, look at, at the way Belichick treats the media. You know, you yeah. can treat the media like that when you're winning Super Bowls every year. I mean, it, it changes when you're struggling day in and day out. You know, the, the, the yeah. whole parameter of what you can do is completely based on your success rate. When you're, when you're successful, you're allowed to get away with a lot more. And uh, so, you know, uh, like you said – when when they take this kind of uh, uh, regime or attitude and, and they try to utilize it when you're winning, you know, three games during the year. I mean, they've had this mentality for a long time. We've often talked like, you know, they act like they're the Patriots or the 1980 49ers. But there's, you know, nothing to show for that. So, no. you know. So that's what's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think there's still some of that there, because don't remember remember when Fitzpatrick left. Remember how that all went down? When he was, when, when, first when he was cut, or not cut, but when, when he lost his starting job. And you remember how we yeah. were talking about how Flores handled that so poorly and how the miscommunication yeah, was? Like his, his, one, his one kid found out at school or something, right? Yep. That's exactly right, before he did. And so, yeah. you know, when you have that in the organization, you know, that's that's not not well. It's not good, and I think Tua has not been treated fairly in that sense. I mean, he 
you can't say he never got his chance because obviously he started, but it's not without really having to go through hoops to do it. And at this stage yep. of the game, which me and you talked last week, and you know we said this is a week before your opening day of your young, uh, you know, and I put a like almost like an asterisk rookie quarterback because yeah, he's not a rookie, but he kind of is. I mean, he, he did play a little last year, but this is his first full season to start. And to to do that going in, what kind of mindset does that do to his psyche? I mean, yeah, it just why, I don't why, see any why benefit. Would you, why would you do that to them, him? Like, you I know don't, mean, I don't guy. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make it's any no sense, sense, right? I know. No. It's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. And so, uh, you know, when you when when you look at all the things that this team kind of does. Um, Winning is essential, and the reason why I say that is because I think that this could turn real bad if the winning is not there with the way they handle themselves behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And and yep. and so that's obviously a concern, and uh, you know we'll, we'll have to see how that all shakes out. Um, but for the time being, right now, we're one and zero. And uh, we're in sole possession of first place in the AFC East. And you say it jokingly, yeah, but maybe you, want to, maybe you want to enjoy it a little bit. Because I don't know how long it's going to last, right? So, you know. Well, we'll, we'll be, uh, the worst case scenario, we'll be tied for first next week. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Tough game coming on. So, we'll see. All right, quick break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we uh, delve into our 15th season. So 15 years, Rich. Long time, my friend, long time. <laughs> oh, it's a long time. And boy, we can't do this in this 15 years. Boy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it's probably been, uh, yeah, if you, when you break down, uh, each 15. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it is, it is. There's no doubt when you take the 15s, if you're just going to take Oof. them in chronological order. <laughs> no doubt about it. So, <laughs> uh, so uh I want to I want to delve in a little bit because this is obviously it's opening day, but it's also the first game of you know this new draft class and everything that you know we've seen go on. Uh, so uh, you know, uh, first off, Jalen Phillips. Now, uh, uh, I'm going to start with Phillips before Wallen, uh, Waddle. Uh, Jalen Phillips. You know, we both um, kind of have mixed emotions about that pick. Uh, you know, I, I don't think either of us really loved it. I, I think that there's emotions. been, yeah. Uh, so, I, and I think that there's been um, problems as far as performance that he's seen in the preseason. Although we did see him uh, play, uh, you know, uh, more so than than we might have thought um, in this game. Um, but uh, you know, how, how concerned are you? I think this has got bust written all over it. This is really? Deion Jordan 2.0. Yeah. Now, yeah. The, how about the fact that there's there's an obvious position change? Did you notice that? I mean, this guy was drafted as a defensive end, right? He's now what is he playing linebacker. Linebacker? And he's playing know. linebacker, you know, as an undersized kind of like – I almost I almost look at it like almost like an A.G. Dewey type. You know, well, of right. course, uh, I don't mean to disrespect A.J. Dewey in any respect. At this point. Talent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think there's talent there, but I, I don't know. I'm concerned because I don't think that he's answered the bell to what they thought throughout training camp. Now, obviously, he's young, and things can change, but, um, you know, I see him in that role right off the bat now. You know, um, and I don't know. Like, look, look, I'm not the biggest draft guru in the world, but when a guy quits football in college, comes back for one year, and plays good, I'm not, not great, you know, good. That constitutes a first-round pick? I mean, really? A high first-round pick. A very high, high first-round first pick. pick. I know. But, like, what, why are you always reaching? I don't get it. You, you had, like, a, a bucket of gold with all these picks, right? And why you got to reach? I don't get it. Well, we had talked about um, the, the University of Miami is very strange to the Miami Dolphins. And it's very strange in the fact that they're some of the greatest players to ever come yeah. out in the NFL that come from the University of Miami. The Hall of Fame is yep. filled with them. Super Bowls are filled with them. 
and yet we don't get them. But yet we've gotten more than our fair share of University of Miami players. But the ones that we get just don't really seem to be that upper echelon ones, but they're all taken extremely high. Who do you think the best one we ever had? First round picks. First picks. What's that? Who do you think the best one we ever had? The best University of Miami guy we've ever had? Yeah. Yeah, that we drafted. Um, well, let's see. Uh, uh, the ones that come to mind uh, quickly are uh, <laughs> Lamar Thomas, Yatiel Green, Lamar Miller, um, uh, let's see, Jay Brophy, uh, um, uh, yeah. University of Miami. Uh, I think the best one's Vernon Carey. If Vernon Carey was a decent ball player, Rich, but if Vernon Carey is the best university... Yeah, but I, I'm not saying he's Hall of Famer or nothing. I'm, I'm just saying I think oh, that's I know the that. best one we ever got out of there. I think that's the one that lasted the longest and had the best career. I mean... <laughs> I can't imagine that. I, I, come yeah, on. I, I, you know, look it up. I don't think so, dude. I don't think we've had anybody better. Uh, who, how about in the olden days? I mean, there has to be like, uh, Howard was there? No, I don't think we took anybody who was there. Well, Schnellberg was I winning mean, the championships there, right? Were we taking any of those guys? I don't think so. Does Frank Gore count? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he doesn't count. <laughs> uh, uh, he'd be the Valor yeah, though, if that was true. You know? It's what? I said yeah, he'd be the Valorant if we could. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, by far. By far. Yeah. I mean, how about Bernie Kosar? <laughs> no, that don't count. <laughs> You know, uh, off the top, I mean, listen, uh, there has to be some. Vernon Carey was a decent ball player, but, you know, there's got to be. I'm, I, we're yeah, probably I don't think we've had anybody better, really though, though. I don't, I don't I think you're crazy. I don't think so. Yeah, and I named I named a bunch of guys, and out of the all the guys that I named. <laughs> um, for better. <laughs> you named uh, a lot of fuss in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean. There's no doubt about it. Um, I I can't think of one off the top of my head, but and and, and I hope that this is going to change it. Um, but you know, I don't think this one is. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd be right about that. I hope not. You know, I don't know what I Limburger really cheese thing smells like, but the, I know what Philip oh, smells boy. like. Limburger going cheese that, going that far <laughs> down already. Going that far yeah. down already? Yeah, right, this so, guy's uh, a bust. There's no question. Oh, jeez. One. All right. All right. Oh, sorry, I brought it up. All right, so let's move on to Waddle. Um, Waddle, now, there's, okay. there's some, 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 some obviously, some, some major, major talent came out in this draft, oh. and uh, and it was all in the wide receiver kind of point of view. And, and of course, there was, uh, uh, you know, the pits taken ahead of him, and then uh, your boy uh, going to Philadelphia. And Smith and uh, Smith. and now you know and, and we take he uh, Waddle. So, yeah, he had a touchdown. I know that, right? Yep. And uh, the ch- Chase had the best one out of anybody, game wise. Chase, Chase had a over 100 yards. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he had. I know he had. Yeah. He had a 50 yard touchdown reception. The, the, you know, they went to overtime, right? Yeah, they went. They won in overtime. 
Yeah, yeah, so that helps. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think a lot of these guys are going to be good, so I'm curious just what your first overall impression of Waddle was, because he definitely had a dynamic game, you know, he had, uh, yeah, he had a big drop, but he had a big drop, yeah. Yeah, he had a big drop, but I, I think he, he made up for it with that touchdown, and I, I loved what he I loved what he brings to the team, just that speed, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, uh, weren't you shocked that Albert Wilson didn't catch that ball that got batted away at the end? I thought that was a <laughs> that was quick six, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that, you know, that, that was, was you know that was a perfect throw by Tua. You know, there's nothing else you could do there. You know, no, no, no. But it was deflected though. It was deflected. Like there was a hand on that no, before no, no, it got I'm, talking about, so. I'm talking about the fly pattern one where he was wide wide open in the end zone. And the guy came over and just knocked it away. He knocked it away. But if you watch that again. He had a hand on it before it touched him. Oh, did he so really? It looked okay. like it looked like he just dropped it, but if you watch it again, he it was actually deflected before it touched him. And I think oh, okay. that that caused it. But it well, did I, look I, I original. Thought the, I thought the defender. I thought the defender just knocked it. You know, I don't think Wilson ever it, touched it. I think he just knocked it out of his. Knocked it it out did of his, look you know, like that, but when I watched it again, stance. when I watched it again, okay. it, it, I think it was touched before it hit him, and that obviously, okay. uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, he was he was accurate in that sense, and uh, um, you know, this wide receiving crew is very strange because there's too many, and I think they're kind of waiting to see how it turns out, and I, you know, Preston. Wilson, uh, Williams is, is uh, you know, I don't know what the deal is with him. I mean, I think he was close to being cut, and now I think they're waiting to see. But, you know, he's got to get on the field because he can make plays. He can't help his case if he's not playing. And, and I know they, they asked uh, him as they actually injured. He was a, a last-minute scratch last, last, last night. Now, you know, I had heard it was scratched much earlier than that. So who was he going to play over? Wilson? I thought I, I couldn't tell you, but it, they said his foot, he wasn't ready to go. Yeah, no, I, I heard he wasn't ready to go either, but I had heard that earlier than last minute scratch. Yeah, I guess Wilson would have been on the odd man out, right? I mean, they, yeah. named, they named the other guy. What's the, what's, the, what's the other receiver that made that catch last year against the uh, Raiders? What's his name? Um the big dude. Yeah, uh, Hollis. He made him a captain. He doesn't even start. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I was thinking the same thing. He's a captain, and he it was between, on the field. You know, it was between me and him, and he got the nod. I almost had it. I almost had the team captainship. <laughs> he almost had it. You were close. That was close. Uh, they, uh, but he beat you up. But the good news couple. is, you both had the same amount of minutes this game, <laughs> and the same amount of catches. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think right now there's too many guys, but they're waiting to see what how it's going to transpire. Because there's obviously going to be some injuries. We obviously get we obviously get the guy next week back that we got from the Houston. You know, his, his suspension's up, so he plays next yeah. week. And and, and, and the, he uh, can be that's what they do yeah, well. that's, yeah yeah that, that's Williams. what I was going to say. So when he comes back, right? So yeah. then if he comes back, Rich. I mean that's somebody's the Wilson go, spot. Right? Well, that's the if you if you take Wilson, say. I mean that's the spot. So how does Preston get on the field? It, it's going to be very difficult. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was thinking that. I mean, you kept nine tight ends. 
and you, you know, yeah, okay, they kept only three running backs, but you kept so many tight ends, and and you have Hollis, who is catch, a tight end right? playing wide receiver. Nine tight ends, just think he gets one yeah. catch, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, Matt Collins is a tight end, basically playing wide receiver, so, um, you know, I don't know where where it comes, like, how do you, how do, you do it? I mean, I really don't understand. Like, there's too many guys. And, yeah, I don't get it. You know, it's it's going to be real interesting to see how they're gonna how they're gonna work around that. I mean, it, it's it's going to be difficult. But I guess it's better to have more depth right now than than not. So when you're like a team captain, you don't play. How do you have any influence on what goes on? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, it's one thing if you're like a uh, – it, it, it's one thing if you are uh, like a, a special team standout. Yeah. Right? But, you know, when you don't get on the field, you have to lose credibility. I mean, I guess you <laughs> get it by just working. <laughs> you know so much, how come you're not playing over me, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's that, you know, he works so hard in practice and – and you know he busts his tail and all that kind of stuff, but but like you said, I mean if you can't break onto the field, you know you have to lose some credibility as far as leadership, I would think. I don't know. <laughs> all right, um, I dig your locker, man. You know, I think uh, me and you are the only ones who get these jokes. <laughs> It's okay to amuse ourselves once in a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe more than once in a while. I think uh, yeah. I think there's people people at home right now are going, what? What is he talking about? Is this a dolphin? <laughs> it's a dolphin show, right? Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, uh, <laughs> all right. So we talked about Eichenberg, and we thought that he, you know, filled in, uh, you know, admirably for sure. Um, uh, Holland, your favorite safety, uh, Javon Holland. Um, not sure, you know, I mean, defense played well, so I'm not sure, like, wh- where these guys are going to fit in, you know. But that was a big pick what, that, you know, you the other guy to get scratched, right? Wasn't it, wasn't it our, our lovely first-round pick from last year, too? The cornerback, didn't he get scratched yesterday, too? Yeah. Not only did he get scratched, but it seemed <laughs> like it was just a – it seemed like it was a – uh, a healthy scratch. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with the guy. Yeah, I, I think boy. that yeah, I think you hit it on the head, and I meant to mention Noah Ibuinagini. Uh, yeah. There's something there. There's something there because I think that um, there's problems there because he was a healthy oh, scratch, and so oh, boy. you know, I don't know. I don't know where that all kind of measures out, but. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's kind of living up to uh, the hype that they thought he would, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, we had, we did have an injury in this game. Um, he's Raquan okay, though, Davis. I, I got weird reports on it, but it seems like it is, yeah. I, it seems like it is. Like, they thought it, was, it looked I much like worse. Was yeah, oh, yeah, it was um, horrible. Yeah. And then it almost looked like, yeah, he was okay to return. So, so yeah, I guess that's yeah. going to, to kind of shake out uh, better. And Shaheen didn't play because he was on, uh, still on the COVID list. So uh, he'll be back, and that will make uh, 
nine tight ends that will suit up. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we, we talked about, like, who's going to be the odd man out? Because now you drafted Hunter Long, and you have all these tight ends, and they're all good. Yeah, who's going to be the odd man out? And it turned out none of them. They all made the no. team. They all made the team. They, they all, all played. made the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's. I, I guess it's a matter. Like I said, you got this depth. We'll we'll find another way to you know to to carry them until something happens, and then we'll it'll work its way out itself. I guess is the mentality that they're using there. Because like I said, Matt Collins you know, is almost. I a, understand. Uh, like I understand. Like the defense. You know, they didn't didn't break, and you know they they played decent yesterday, but. The middle of this field still has to scare the hell out of you. And, and, you know, and the rushing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you look at time of possession, I mean, they didn't punt more than three times. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's, that's the problem that I had. I mean, if it was like somebody that could score touchdowns, we're done, you know? Well, in our next segment, obviously, we're going to talk about Buffalo coming in. And Buffalo is the kind of team that if you play this this kind of way, you're going to be in trouble because I think that one thing that we've seen now with Buffalo is they have kind of shown their weakness. And their weakness is you got to punch them in the mouth. If you punch them yeah. in the mouth and you're aggressive, they die. They yeah. don't come back. They will die. You know who scares me now? Who, you know who scares me on this team? It's Cole Beasley. Well, I think they have a lot of weapons. No, but you know what I'm saying? Across the middle like that, you know? know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see that too because the way the Dolphins play soft. They play soft zones sometimes like they did in this game. And so, yeah, he is the kind of guy that could definitely have a field day in that sense. Um, But, uh, you know, but they have a lot more weapons than him too. So, uh, you know, if Buffalo comes with their game. I see him going for like seven receptions in a row when he strives. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. just keep going, going to the well. You know, we have no well, This is going to be an interesting. T- it's going to be an interesting test. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. It's going to be a very interesting very test so. because uh, you know they, uh, you know they come in, they come in very strong off of, of a big loss now, and the Dolphins, you know, come off a big victory here. But everybody wants to see exactly what kind of victory is it. You know, um, what do we have? Yeah. I mean, is it? You're going to be able to carry it over to a high power. You no, know, if the Patriots team? would have won, if the Patriots would have won seventeen sixteen, they would have been on the cover of Sports Illustrated. We <laughs> win seventeen sixteen, and they they give us no credit whatsoever. You know, it's, it's, that's it, that's what drives me absolutely crazy. You know, yeah. it's well said. All right, last break. We'll be right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer. You'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. 
sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Cattell, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt. Just a reminder, you can catch us on iTunes. Just go uh, right over to the iTunes store. Church Pat Cattello Show. You get us delivered right onto your phone each week. And, uh, of course, you can check back episodes as well. And you can send us any questions or comments to uh, Pat Cattello Show at yahoo.com. Uh, and, uh, Rich, we've, uh, uh, since um, we started talking about uh, the University of Miami and somebody had uh, chimed in uh, as far as that goes, and uh, it was <laughs> I forget, it was um, your guy that went to uh, the Giants, the defensive uh, lineman. Olivia Vernon? Olivia Vernon, yeah. But, uh, you know, well, again, when you're talking about Vernon, yeah, when Vernon Carey and Olivier Vernon are uh, are are your top guys to come out of school, when Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Michael Irvin, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I come out of that school. Ted Hendricks. I mean, I, I think that's just basically. Yeah, I think that makes our case. I don't think Reggie White went there, but I think that that makes our case uh, for sure. No, Reggie uh, Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Jerome Brown. But, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And Warren Sapp. I mean, I, I, if, yeah. if, if Olivier Vernon and Vernon Carey are, are your, your, your flag leaders, you're in trouble. It basically makes our case for sure. Okay, so, uh, you know, the reason, Rich, why okay. I said earlier, yeah, the reason why I said uh, earlier um, uh, when I went over the, the draft picks uh, is because, uh, you know, we, we, we took Jalen Phillips, and, and, and one of the guys that we didn't take was Najee Harris, and he obviously uh, is a guy that you think is going to be really, really strong, and uh, he played against Buffalo um, week one, and and so that's why I had originally brought that whole thing up. Um, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, you know what bothered me about that too is like you know sometimes with the draft you have to play a little defense too. I mean, we could definitely be like you know vying for Pittsburgh for that last playoff spot, and you know why why allow them to fix a problem? You know, I, I just think it was so asinine that you know that you, you don't fix a need two years in a row. You're going to take in the best running back in the draft to pick at a litter with an extra first-round draft pick, and you don't address this situation, and now this time you allow them to get better. Last year you allowed Kansas City to get better, and this year you allowed Pittsburgh to get better. So I just think it's very stupid. Well, I'm I'm going to be watching Najee Harris. I mean, I know who he is, obviously, and I watched him a little bit at Alabama. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously he's a, he's a talented back. Now it's not a running back league like that anymore. So uh, I'm very curious to see if he is going to have the impact like you think he's going to have uh, on Pittsburgh. And 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 of well, course, you know, you know likes to play. yeah, yeah. And that was starting. I mean, I watched that game. I watched that game. You know, yep. uh, you know enough to you know to see what they want to do with him, and uh, you know we'll we'll see we'll see how this all kind of shakes out. Um, but uh, you know, now they took him, they took him at the end of the first. Yeah, sure. So so it's basically Jalen Phillips we took because instead of him. Yeah, we he was our you know he, he would have been if we would have taken Najee would have been like five picks before that I think. You know. Yeah. And uh, now, and I think Jalen Phillips would have been around late second. So how about that one? Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't necessarily disagree with you on this. I really don't. Um, Larnell Coleman, we we drafted, uh, and I and he's on IR. He got hurt, so he's he, that's the rookie uh, uh, offensive lineman. He's out for the year. He put him on IR right. early. And then that mm-hmm. Dokes from Cincinnati was the running back we took on the last pick, but he didn't make the team. And- he got cut, yeah. I don't even yeah. think they brought him back for the practice squad. Yeah, I was looking at him. I'm not sure he's on the practice squad either. So, yeah. uh, you know. Remember, that was a coup when they drafted him in the seventh round. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, they, that's they why like I bring they it up. Yeah, they acted like they found Walter Payton. Yeah, found Walter Payton in the seventh round. He didn't make the team. <laughs> I was, was going to say, there's Jared Payton, but I just, you know, leave yeah. it alone. Jared Payton had a better career, obviously. Yeah, yeah he did. He did. Um, <laughs> Buffalo coming in now will really say a lot about where this team is at um, because Buffalo is the team that's supposedly going to win this division. Uh, hands down, and the disrespect around the the league as far as anybody else, uh, besides the one uh, once in a while New England Patriots, you know, people still giving that respect. But the Dolphins don't; they don't come into the mix with this. 
And so this will be very interesting to see how they handle this coming yeah. in here. And Josh Allen uh, off an unbelievable season and, and, and a big loss. So, uh, yeah, but the one thing the Dolphins have, Rich, is they have defense. They do play defense, but it's just, it's just it, they're top five defense in the NFL, I believe. But they do bend. They bend a lot. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I have to say is, and I know you're not a huge fan, but you've always, your one knock on Darrell Revis was that he does not get interceptions. Uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. get turnovers. And I don't know that I've seen a cornerback that's better than Xavier Howard at getting turnovers. This oh, guy yeah, no is a machine. He, I mean, he single-handedly... He won I, mean, we're, 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 I was busting his chops during the game last night to you, but yeah. you know, they didn't throw the ball anywhere near him. I mean, he was like, no. you know, he was like in no man's land, you know? But that strip fumble won yeah. the game. They won the yeah. game. Oh, I yeah. mean, it's, it just really did. Like, there's no way around that. You know, the you guy know delivers. Yeah. The guy delivers at, at times. I mean, I, I think I said this was – he's had one interception or fumble recovery – in eight of the last nine games he's played. That's unheard of. That's huge. No, it is. I mean, it is. So, Very much so. <clears throat> so that's the one thing that, you know, I have to say um, that mm-hmm. this guy, you know, he, he definitely delivers when it comes to the turnovers. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see how uh, – We'll see how it transpires because obviously, you know, he's the star and, and it comes with a lot of baggage. But that's just the one thing that I wanted to say there. Um, now, looking ahead as well tonight, uh, we were talking about the Monday night football game. So before we close, the Ravens are at the Raiders, and that's that new stadium. And uh, they're a home dog. Yeah, yeah, and they're a home dog. Uh, it's going to be real interesting to see because for the first time, I actually heard – Gruden on the hot seat talk. And I thought that he was so entrenched there that he had almost ownership. You know, if you look at his record, both stints with the Raiders, and you take yeah. his name away from it, you'd be like, this guy should be on the street. I mean, it, it's both, really pathetic. Like his record. Both stints? Yeah, both stints both. together. Like just like look at look at him look at, look at him individually and look at him by them together. It's pretty but bad. how good was his first stint? I mean, I know that they were lost in that cup game. Me, me, they were mediocre. about to go to Super Bowl. Yeah, I know, but it was still mediocre. You know what I mean? Overall, was it? you know, wins and losses. Yeah, it's not great. Well, you know, I hear this a lot of times. And, you know, I, honestly, I think there's a lot to it. I don't think Tony Dungy gets enough credit for the Tampa team because it was on the verge of a Super Bowl. He just couldn't get over that offensive hump. And Gruden playing his old team was such yeah. a, such an advantage in that Super Bowl. Oh, well, Brian didn't do anything differently. I mean, you know, and then you know, and then yeah. the Raiders had their center go AWOL to, to Tijuana, yeah. which didn't help. Yeah, you know. No, no, absolutely. People underestimate that. They they don't even know where the guy is. I mean, it was really a messed yeah. up thing. You know. Yeah. So you know, when you but yeah, if you look at look at look at Gruden's like you know. Performances, you know, in, in both since the Raiders. I mean, the, the hype is definitely more than reality with this guy. And I think that the I think that the end part of Tampa went downhill fast too. Well, he didn't last a lot longer, right? I mean, he got fired. No, and I think way. it was and the thing was really bad. 
Yeah. Like, it wasn't even play. I mean, it was really a, bad. They might have been a five win. He's supposed to be a quarterback yeah. guru. The guy's never developed a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be you can, sit in that strip, you can sit in that strip mall all you want and watch VHS tapes, but you, 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 you haven't developed anybody. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it really, if you look at, you know, it's it's Rich Cannon, it's Brad Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. That was Derek Carr. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a joke. When you look you, at uh, again, back to the Raiders real quick. D- did you see that house that Mark Davis is building for himself? No, is it insane? Look, it looks like a mini stadium version. It's insane. I've never seen really? anything like this in my life. Yeah, it's crazy. Really? Crazy. Oh yeah, it's like it's like it's got it's got like aspects of the stadium built into this mansion. It looks like a it looks like a giant office complex. It's insane. What do you They're mean? It's right, right by the week. stadium. Well, in Henderson, like, which is like 30 minutes away, yeah. So, what do you mean it accesses to the stadium? Are you just joking? You mean no, no. It, it looks like it looks like it's got like aspects of the stadium built into this mansion. It's like the way Goodness. it's all black like that and silver. It's got this huge giant pool. It's like the whole size of the house in the backyard. It's wow. you gotta look at it to believe it. I've never oh, seen nothing like it. Yeah, he ain't wow. going nowhere. <laughs> no. So now, is, is, is Gr- I thought Gruden had like some kind of ownership. He does. So how would that work? He does. I guess you keep it. You know, I guess that's for your life. You know. Yeah, but I'm saying. I mean, I guess if you left, you said. But I'm saying, like, so. But as far as firing and stuff, he would still be like any other coach. Yeah, they can fire him, do whatever the fuck they want, but they can't. Uh, you know, they, he still owns the team. You know? Starting off the season with a bag. Welcome to week one, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but they can't take that away from him. That's part of, that was part of his contract. You know? Thank goodness. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I was curious on that, too. So, uh, I mean, I don't I think it's like. It's it's a very small percentage. I don't think it's you know it's not like it's ten percent or anything. You know what I mean? It's it's right. probably like you know two or something. You know, which still yeah. translates to a gazillion dollars with the the you know the value of these teams nowadays. You know? Yeah. Well, all right. So what what are you, what are you expecting here? You expecting the Dolphins to play the same type of game that they played? Uh, yeah, I against mean, New England, I think you know, if they, if they play tight. You know, I think they yeah. could. They could. You know, I don't think this Bills team's anything special. You know, they, they got this team yeah. in the Super Bowl. I don't see it. You know, I, you know, this, this Bills Mafia. What happened to them yesterday? This Bills Mafia. Yeah. They, they, right. The people didn't drink out of the uh, bowling ball enough and jump <laughs> on a table. <laughs> the potato chip from, 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 the, from yeah. the first from, from the first Super Bowl. <laughs> Can't be doing I that now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if they can still win. 
they should, yeah, they should film it and show it to Fauci, see what he thinks about that. Raspberry schnapps out of the bowling ball. You know what I think? I think I think if they play a hundred and ten percent and we score more points than them, we'll win. <laughs> That's a possibility. That's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, 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 nice show, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good time, buddy. Good time to get it better than we had. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window alone. Walked out and got all that.